0: And Ian Murray talking about Scotland and its history. He said, when Thomas Chalmers was born in 1780, it was about the deadest time in the history of the Church of Scotland since the Reformation. When he died in 1847, it was about the alivest. I don't know if that's a word, but he used it, and I'm not going to argue with him. The difference was almost entirely attributable to to the Spirit's work through him. End quote. So you have 1780. A low ebb in the church. It's dark days. Scotland's wondering what does the future hold? And the, the pessimists rise up out of the ranks and say, I told you so. The enemies are coming in. The Lord's about to return. Look at it all. It's all happening here. The demise of the church and the land and so on and so forth. All the woes me and the doomsdayers all come out then you have Chalmers, who enters into the ministry because he thinks it will collaborate well with his love for mathematics and physics, and he can just work one day a week, basically. He can do his sermon on a Saturday, and he can preach on a Sunday, and the other five days of the week he can give himself to his real love, mathematics. And then the Lord saves him, saves him as a minister of the gospel. And then he begins to exercise his intellect and his power and his spiritual authority that God clothed him with an unction. And there was a new generation of young men that caught a vision. Men like McShane, men like Horatius and Andrew Bonner, men like William Burns. And they began to realize no, no, there's bright hope. There's bright hope for the church. And the new generation arose, and there was a mighty quickening and moving of the Spirit. And when they left the Church of Scotland, what was it, 1842, thereabouts, when they left the Church of Scotland, they had to start all over again. And before he died in 47, I think, if I'm remembering correctly, there were 400 churches. And there were various Christian schools with those churches. A mighty spreading even in the last few years of his life. So maybe we're in 1780, Scotland. Maybe. That might be the case. Behold, 2021, America. Woe is her. The misery of her turning away from God and the rising of great enemies of the gospel and the church at a low ebb with its worldliness and carnality and its... its the simplification of the gospel to the point that you hardly notice it as being the gospel. They strip it away of all of its doctrine and truth and give you some form that they call the gospel that's, that's devoid of the heart and the substance of Christ crucified. And all becomes about self. Add a little Jesus to improve your life. A little Jesus in my life and he'll improve my existence amidst the American dream and all that's going on. That's the church. Well, there we are. Well, let's let's throw ourselves forward. Let's imagine that in sixty years or so maybe it won't be this way. <laughs> maybe it won't be this way. Maybe we're the generation that's ploughing the ground, remaining faithful, raising the children, raising the grandchildren that will see a day of the outpouring of the spirit that is beyond what we can ask or think. Why not? Why not? Give me a biblical reason why not.